0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.
1: Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic is here.
2: Yes, bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening, la belle Angie Taylor. How are you tonight?
1: I am very well. Um, Simon... Angie. We have a caller waiting. We actually have a few calls waiting. Eight five five nine oh five eight two five five. We're gonna give some advice. Yes. Wanna hear what everybody has to say about their love life and let's do that next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and advice from myself, Angie Taylor. Simon Marcel is here. Your yes. French romantic. And we want to know what's going on in your love life. What are the problems or what do you want to talk about? Give us a call, 855-905-8255. Let's pick up Mission Texas on the line, listening on KISS 105.5 and 106.3. Here's Alyssa. Hey, Alyssa. Bonjour. Hi, guys. So what's going on?
0: Uh, I have a huge crush on my best friend. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm bisexual and she's a lesbian and I just, there's a lot of complications and I just don't know how to handle it.
1: Um, is she single? Are you single?
0: So I'm single. She's just started seeing somebody and I try not to make my crush obvious, but she's also just really, really oblivious.
1: How long have you had this crush on your best friend?
0: Like, several months.
1: Why are you saying something now? Is it because she's with somebody else?
0: I think so. I think, like, at first I was just kind of, like, really nervous about saying anything because I didn't want to ruin the friendship at all. But now Mm. that she's, like, dating, it's kind of just in my face all the time. And Mm. it's really driving me crazy. And also, she did something that made me, like, very insecure. What did she what? do? Uh, like two months ago, she was hanging out at my place, and I, my mom called, and I'm on the phone with my mom, and I was like hanging out with Kristen, and she asked if Kristen and I were dating, and Kristen could hear my mom on the phone, mm-hmm. and my mom asked that, and Kristen immediately burst out laughing.
2: Mm. Well, you guys are best friends right now. So, uh, she doesn't know you want to date her. She doesn't know you have a crush on her. So, you're in a safe zone for the friendship. She's dating somebody else. you got to respect that. I think the best, I don't know what Angie will say, but I think really right now, keep the friendship... Uh, get to know her even more, and then if she separates from that other person, then I guess if you are in love, you should tell her, of course. But I don't think right now, as she's dating somebody else, saying, I want to date you too, it might create a very awkward moment. It might create a rejection or something like, why didn't you tell me that before? So I think the timing is not dead. It's just you have to wait a little longer and respect the new relationship also. Angie, what do you say?
1: Well, I agree with you on respecting her and her new relationship. How long does she not say something, though? Like, what if they're together for years and now she has to be tortured being around this relationship all the time? Like, there's going to be a moment where there's a couple of extra cocktails that flow and right. something is going to come out. So stay listening, Alyssa. We're going to talk more about uh-huh. being in love with the bestie. And when do you say something? Do you say something next on The Rendezvous? Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just got a call from Alyssa who said, I'm in love with my best friend. She's now dating someone else, though, and I never got the chance to tell her that I'm totally into her. I'm crushing on her. And now it's going to drive me crazy. Um, (laughs) Being in love with your best friend or maybe a coworker, or someone. How about somebody? I mean, her best friend's in a relationship now. Should you ever step up and say, well, I'm in love with you when someone's in a relationship?
2: I don't think so. I think that you have to respect the timing and almost the destiny, the karma, right? If somebody uh, is in, happy and you don't hear anything about unhappiness, like sometimes our friends say, I can't wait to get out of this relationship. But if a friend of yours, I'm sure it happened to you, it did happen to me, you know, uh, my cousin Nicholas was dating this wonderful woman. I had a crush on her, but I, w- I was not going to tell her or tell mm-hmm. him. And they had a happy relationship. So I think you have to respect other people's relationship and not just jump in and say, you know, I like you, I want you and all this. Unless there is an opening, unless somebody gives you a signal that maybe she or he wants to get out of the relationship they're in. But if you don't hear this signal, then I think you have to respect other people's happiness.
1: I think timing is everything, like you said,
2: um, when it comes to things like And
1: she had an opportunity. Uh, earlier on, to tell her friend how she felt, and she didn't do so. Do you feel like she shouldn't be giving her advice then if it comes to the relationship because it's,
2: you know, biased? She should not. No. Because it's biased. Try if she's to stay a good out. friend. Yeah. She has to stay out and say, you know, I'm too much of a good friend or, you know, I'm not an expert or whatever. Just because if you want to be honest, you want to be respectful. So that's key. Right on. So no, no advice. Better to call us then.
1: Well, good luck, Alyssa, and more of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Our website is simonandangie.com. You can email us there anytime if you need advice or if you want to comment on anything we're discussing here on the show.
2: That's for sure. We talk love.
1: Yes, we talk love and dating. And, you know, there's drama that comes with that sometimes, and we're here to help. So, Simon, we did get an email that I want to read to you. This I've never heard of this before. Okay. But I can see that it would become a thing or especially in this day and age that it is a thing. So this is the email. Hi, Simon and Angie. I was about to ooh-la-la with this guy I've been dating for a couple weeks for the first time. Uh When we were about to get down to business, he pulled out a consent document. It had all this stuff written on there about how I was giving my consent to sleep with him. It really killed the mood, and I didn't like the way it made me feel. He told me he had to protect himself because he's been burned before. Needless to say, I went home without doing anything with him. He called me the next day and wondered why I got upset. I I guess I couldn't explain it. Something about a consent form seems weird. I like this guy, so should I just sign it? What do you guys think? Is this weird? That came to us from Courtney uh, from Elmhurst, Illinois. She said she listens on 93.9 The Light FM.
2: I've never Mm. heard of this. Have you heard of this, Simon? No, never, Angie. Somebody bringing up a consent form right before 2 Lala. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can see why it killed the mood. But I want to know, you know, what you would think if somebody did that and what she should do. Simon and I will discuss next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Got this crazy email that came into com from Courtney in Illinois saying, Hey, um, you know, I've been dating this guy for a couple of weeks. We were about to ooh-la-la for the first time. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he whips out this consent form that he wanted me to sign. He wants to protect himself, says he's been burned. She went home without signing it or doing anything, and he wonders why she's upset, and she just feels really weirded out about it. Simon has... Has a thought like that ever came to your mind?
2: Never. I mean, and thank you, Courtney, for the email. I would not recommend my goddaughter or any woman to sign on the spot to consent because I feel it would give the man legally the possibility to, to do, do whatever anything. he wants. And I don't want that for any woman or man listening.
1: So when we were talking about this um, earlier, about the email, somebody tweeted, hey, there's an app for that. So Jill, our producer, found this app that's called Legal Fling. And um, <laughs> what uh, is apparently this? it's the same thing, but in an app for it. I mean, technology, man. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then what? So... I guess you get to, because what you're saying, Simon, makes sense. Like, hey, don't sign it because this person can just do whatever they want and say, well, you signed a form. It's a big blanket form. I don't know what you're into. Um, But this thing, I guess, on the app, you can pick and choose the things that you are and are not okay with ahead of time. And then you both consent, and it's, I guess, legally binding somehow. But it's like, wow. I mean, how do they have every single thing on that app? I mean,
2: and also the romance, even if it's the one night stand and the spontaneity means that at one point, both of you feels comfortable and safe enough with each other to make out and stuff like that.
1: That's the thing. And maybe maybe the point of this all and you just nailed it was if you feel that you're with someone and you feel the need to have them sign a consent form, then you're not ready to go there yet. You don't
2: trust each other. You don't <laughs> know each other. Exactly. You, you know? He, he doesn't trust you. And that's why he's asking you to sign the consent. Right. And you don't want to sign it because you don't trust him. You don't know him. Get to know the person. I this mean... is about love and romance. I mean, where is it? Ay, 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 you ay.
1: would not sign one, nor present one.
2: Never, never have I. I just think it's the I, mood yeah. killer.
1: I would never sign one either for exactly the reason you said. I feel like you open yourself up to loopholes and and things that you're that you don't even know you're signing your your rights away to.
2: Oh, you should so, never.
1: No, don't sign away your rights like that. Um, so
2: I think she did the right thing not yeah. to.
1: And good for you. So you don't feel forced to do anything, sign a contract or whatever. Okay, more of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Give us a call if you want to talk love, dating, romance, 855-905-8255. Or if you need advice. We were just talking about an email we got that was so new to us. Somebody said, hey, there was a consent contract a guy wanted me to sign before ooh-la-la. Like, Mm -hmm. what? That's a thing now? Um, Let's just say, Simon. Yes. And not when it comes to the ooh-la-la. You're about to, you know, define your relationship. have the DTR. You guys are going to be a couple. You've been dating for a while. Uh Uh-huh. And a relationship sort of prenup or a relationship contract. Like, we're going to do it this many times a week. I need you to take me on a date out to dinner at least twice a week. Um, I need to travel with you on vacation at least once a year. What sort of things do you feel like you would put in your relationship contract?
2: I know it's going to sound a bit crazy, but I would say that you have to go to therapy once a week. Number one. They, right. Who has to go partner, to therapy? So, so we both, both together. That, uh, yeah, a couple of therapy together once a week or once every two weeks. Just to, once a week is are, a lot. How once about once a, a month? month? Okay, once a month because I know we accumulate little problems, mm-hmm. and I'd love to get the help from third party. We respect a neutral, so that be, a yes, neutral certainly.
1: opinion, a safe place.
2: Exactly. If not, you brought
1: that to me as a boyfriend that I was getting serious with, I would sign that because I think that's great.
2: Uh, another thing. Would be like, uh, let's say you're not married and we're dating. I would say, Angie, I'm going to learn Serbian, but you also have to learn French a little because we, we it's important to me that you understand I know, sometimes I'm not what that. I say.
1: I'm not signing that.
2: <laughs> Even if I give you
1: the residence stone? I, if I want to learn it, then I will learn it. If I have the time, see? if I have the desire. I don't know. That's now you're requiring me to take a class. It's not easy to learn a language. No,
2: not. I give you a set of stone and I'll learn your language. It's still hard.
1: It's still hard. What would you put in your relationship contract next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking relationships and relationship contracts, I guess. You're <laughs> you're with someone, and you know you always have the conversation, the DTR, the define the relationship, yes. but you don't really put it in writing. Like, you have expectations sometimes, or things mm-hmm. that you would love to know you are guaranteed in a relationship. If you could put something in your relationship contract, what would it be? Um, Simon, you said therapy once a month, couples therapy. I like that. Yep. Um Jill had a good one. She said that I would put in there that you got to clean up after yourself.
2: Of course. I agree 100%.
1: Well, it's easier said than done because you would think that that was, you know, common sense that, hey, I made this big mess. I'm not just going to leave it for someone else, but it happens all the time. Um, (laughs) I have one that I think that you would disagree with. Like if you and I were in this conversation and I said, okay, Simon, I insist that as long as we're together, I'm always allowed to have a dog. Would you be okay with that? Would you sign that? See? Uh, yes.
2: No, I would. You know you what, Angie? Would? I love you. I do.
1: Aww. No, I
2: would. I would. Well, I'm glad as you said that because I'm going to start bringing
1: l- my dog to the studio every night.
2: <laughs> well, as long as the dog doesn't sleep in our bedroom.
1: I'm fine with that. That's compromise. See what we just did there? Compromise. Compromise. Uh, An an addendum to that one (laughs) uh, entry on the relationship contract. I like it. All right. What's in your relationship contract? 855-905-8255. We'll take some calls next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance and taking your calls, 855-905-8255. We've been talking Mm -hmm. about a hypothetical relationship contract. What would you put in there? I said, I I have the right to own a dog at all times in this relationship. Dogs make me happy. They're my comfort animal. (laughs) Um, But I want to hear what other people have to say they would put in theirs. Let's pick up uh, the line in Highlandville, Missouri, listening on Alice 95.5. Here's Shamara. Hi, Shamara. Bonjour. Hey, hi, guys. So what would you put in your contract? Uh,
3: Oh, well, I've learned a big life lesson is to not make large purchases before you've got a ring on your finger. Okay. Um, Yeah, because I was dating this guy for five years, and we bought a house together. And much to my surprise, when he broke up with me, I ended up, uh, you know, holding the mortgage down myself and that is not something i had planned on
1: so you bought the house in your name
3: no we bought it together but when we broke up um i ended up taking on all of it myself
1: why he just bailed and didn't want to pay i mean he's legally obligated yeah,
3: right. Exactly. It's just we didn't part on the best of terms and we both didn't want to have to, to deal with each other. And he, he had a job opportunity that opened up across the country. Wow. So It was just best to just both go our separate
1: ways. Yes, I can understand how that would be a major. I mean, that's just good right. advice all around
2: i just like to, I mean, there is people that never get married, um, famous actors. They've been together forever. They buy stuff together. So it's not so much that, Shamara, for me. I mean, I think Russ, uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn yes, for I'm a long sh- time. Right, or, right. right. But so so what if happens- you a gentleman, you owe uh, uh, your girlfriend uh, to keep your words.
3: Which is why I wish that, I mean, like like you said, there are people who don't get married and they spend their entire lives together. And that was what I assumed was happening.
2: Mm-hmm. I
3: guess maybe something more included in the, in the contract would be um, if you're not sure about something, voice that opinion. Because what ultimately broke us up was the fact that I wanted children and he didn't.
0: Oh. And
3: we always kind of so. thought about that, but he, was, you know, the way he led me to believe was that he was open and willing to think about it, and we, when we bought the house, it kind of seemed like we were on that path.
1: Well, then but then in your contract, more
3: more, he realized that he just didn't want children. In and your contract, really the first part. thing you
1: should have put in there was, I require children. And he knows that, but, it, like, he can't be wishy-washy about it. Like, that's your contract thing. Like, I want kids. And like, either we, we
0: argued
3: about it. We said, like, I, you know, I said, I, I don't want to buy a house if we're not going to have kids. Like, it doesn't make any sense to have that happen. But he led me to believe that he was much mm. more open to thinking about it than he was.
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry that that happened. Are you? I
3: know. I know. I <laughs> know I'm five years older and pretty much back to square one. But hey, I've got a house.
2: But you've got you've got the house, and he paid some of it, and you're not with the wrong guy, which is also so important. There you go. Imagine if you did
1: have kids with somebody that just decided to pick up and leave. So at least you did it. It it would have been so much worse. Or you were married, and then you got to undo all that, and now you know the father of your kids just decided to take off. At least he took off. You got a house out of the deal, and you're free and clear.
3: Thank you guys. I, I really, its it's been a very negative place for me, and and that's a much better way to think, think about, about it. Think about it that
1: way. New year, new positive, happy vibes for you, Shamara. We wish you the best of luck.
2: Thanks, guys. Thank you, Shamara.
1: More of the Rendezvous with Simon and Auntie next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a call that just came in. Um, Shamara saying, hey, um, yeah. wanted to have kids with her boyfriend of a few years. And he said, eh, I don't know. Then they wanted to buy a house. And she said, I'm not buying it unless we have kids. He's like, ah, just get it. We'll have kids. And then he takes off. The kids thing is a big deal
2: in a relationship. It is the biggest thing. So I have a question for you. Let's say we're both single. We like each other. And, we, and you say to me, you know, Simon, I really want to have kids. At that time, I said, yeah, maybe, why not? Okay. But three years later, I changed my mind and I decided, you know, I'm not ready to be a father. I still love you, but I'm not ready to be a father. You change Did your you mind, think,
1: and you say you don't want kids ever. I don't want to be, maybe uh, not,
2: yeah, not for a very long time. In the time, foreseeable I'm, future, I don't see kids anymore, right? I'm just like, okay. this is something, okay. Okay. Now, Angie, then what happens? What do you, if you're a woman, what do you expect you, man, to tell you? Uh, I expect him ha- to tell
1: me that it's the second he is feeling
2: that I expect him to tell me that absolutely and and then how should he tell you that just like that Just well, there's a, we don't know how to say it listen, we all don't want to hurt anybody's feelings
1: you have to go into that conversation knowing that you could leave that conversation single because it could be a deal breaker she might say I really want kids and I want them soon and you don't so we got to go our separate ways and you have to be ready for that outcome
2: So the lesson of this is always speak out, and the sooner the better. As soon as you feel
1: it, say it, right? It's a key thing in life. Don't waste time, especially with something that big. I, I agree. And don't feel bad if you change your mind. It's better to tell someone than to fake it.
2: Trust me. We all have the right to change our mind. Yes, absolutely. But you have to deal
1: with the consequences, and it might mean your relationship is over. But at least, hey, you didn't bring a child into the world that didn't want to be here or ask for you to not be a part of it. So, exactly. That too. All right, more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking out The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Sometimes people need advice and we're not at work. I know you think we live here. I feel like we do, but we don't. (laughs) That's okay. If you need some advice and you're not going to be around or we're not here, you can leave us a voicemail anytime, 855-905-8255. We'll answer your question on the air. Let's play this voicemail right now. Abby, who left us a message
3: this is abby i am calling because i am going to italy this summer with my boyfriend of two years and my coworkers put it in my head that he's going to propose on the trip we're going with his family and uh, we've definitely talked about it but i can't get it out of my head now that it might happen and i still want to enjoy the trip and not be worried or Wondering the whole time and kind of wondered if you had any advice. Thanks.
1: Oh, I wish she would have told us if she wanted to be engaged or not. That's right. I couldn't really tell if she was nervous about, you know, uh, expecting it or behaving a certain way or if she really wanted to be engaged
2: or not. I thought she was nervous about not knowing the when it was going to happen okay. more than it was going to happen. Her voice sounded pretty joyful. Uh, Stressed out but joyful.
1: I want to hear what advice you would give her, Simon, and where you think this is coming from next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a voicemail that came in from Abby. She called us saying, I've been dating a guy and we're going to Italy and his family's going to be there. It's this big trip. And now all my coworkers have put it in my head that he's probably going to propose. And she sounded nervous. I couldn't tell if she wanted the proposal or not. It was like, uh, you know, I'm like nervous if it's going to happen or not happen. and but she didn't seem to say which way she wants that to go.
2: Angie, I felt that uh, the problem was mostly that the coworkers or the friends at work, they put this pressure on her, this timing, right? So and I'm not a woman, but correct me if I'm wrong. When this is about to happen or could happen, and all your friends tell you, oh, this is a big family trip, Italy, this, that, very romantic. Yeah. It's going to happen for sure. Then they put you on the spot because you're passive. You can't make it happen. And then if you come back without the ring, your coworkers or your friends like, are oh. all disappointed. And, but they're and, looking
1: at you to see your reaction, like, are you sad? Yeah. Oh, did you guys break up? Are you really mad? It's like a lot of drama. It, I, I have to say, can I be honest? I got to be yep. honest. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of doing that. I've done that to friends before. You do that, Angie? Here's the thing. If you're dating someone for a long time, and I had thought this when I was with my husband when we were dating. Every time we would go out of town, vacation, even if it was a weekend somewhere, I would get my nails did. I would like <laughs> look ex- just in case I had to take a picture of the ring on my hand and I wanted everything to look perfect. I think there's an expectation if you've been talking about getting engaged. Jason and I were talking about getting married at that point. So I'm like, I don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to happen sometime. This this would be a weekend. I would think Italy would be a weekend. And I'm sure, you know, that goes through someone's mind. I, I have to learn to stop doing that because I am putting extra pressure on um, my friend to react a certain way if really it doesn't angry. happen.
2: <laughs> really, Angie. I mean, th- there is a line, mind your own business. I really feel... Well, it's it's wh- excitement.
1: It's trying to be excited it, for your friend.
2: Is. But you remember, you you put this this pressure <laughs> on somebody who has no way to make it happen on their own since you can't engage your own self. So, so now I, she's going
1: to be looking like every dinner, she's going to be waiting for the guy with the cake to come by and like every time they're out. And if it doesn't happen, she's going to be like, oh... Not to I,
2: and I oh. I totally understand Abby I totally understand what you're saying and, and I understand Abby's you know anxiety a little bit but but here's the good news they are going to Italy it's beautiful right. the family the food the wine the weather the the mediterranean it's so exciting put that all that, out
1: of your head
2: yes and really you say viva italia because there is this joy beautiful. of life that i so love in italy i do too and the italian people so i would put that On a side for all that time. Try to enjoy
1: Yeah. Try to enjoy the trip for what it is. And uh, thank you for teaching me a lesson, Abby. I know to never do that again. (laughs) Yes,
2: Angie. I'll be watching you.
1: (laughs) I got to say, I promise it comes from a good place, though. It's just us trying to be excited for you and show you that we're like super excited for you. We're having a girly moment. And oh, my God, I'm going to pick out wedding dresses while you're gone. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, absolutely. It's exciting. Very exciting.
1: It is. But uh, just relax and enjoy. And, you know, if it doesn't happen, don't take that as a sign that it won't happen.
2: No, it's a, coming soon.
1: There were a lot of vacations that I came home from uh, empty handed, literally. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wishing you the best. Uh, and if it does happen, congratulate. I want to know. Now I want to know. See, I'm nosy. We want to know. We want to know. You do want to know, don't you? See? I do. Okay, call us, Abby, when you come back from the trip. Because we're going to be dying to find out. So, the best of luck either <laughs> way. Best <laughs> All of right. Luck. More on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie reminding you to go to simonandangie.com. You'll find our podcast if you missed any of the show tonight. Had some great calls. Um, talking about liking someone who's already in a relationship. Alyssa, talking about her best friend. She likes right. she Loves her best friend. Um, relationship contracts. What would you put in one if you could have somebody sign it? Like you, I need this. Uh-huh. And I'm putting it in writing. And then we just had Abby's call she was nervous about her Mm -hmm. boyfriend proposing because everybody at work is like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And that's where your, I know that's where your Simon says came in.
2: Thanks, Angie. I said, don't project relationship pressure onto your friends, meaning that there's nothing worse for the friends to be suddenly feeling the object of attention on something they can't control or make it happen for their own selves, yeah. like being engaged or getting an engagement ring. So spare your girlfriends yeah. and let them have a good time. Please. Yes.
1: Thank you, Simon, for your sage romance <laughs> wisdom once
2: again. Thank you, Angie.
1: And we'll be back. With more Rendezvous in the meantime, simonandangie.com or leave us a voicemail, 855-905-8255. Thanks for calling the Rendezvous and listening with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon.
0: The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel (laughs) and Angie Taylor.